and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club episode 41. My name is Mark Champlin, and today, as always, I'm joined by Alex Wallace. What the fuck is up, girls and gays? I I I don't I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know, man. I don't <laughs> I don't even I don't even fucking know anymore. This is uh just just to- Two Pac-Man shows in a row has really done a number on us. Yeah, it's it's really it's really taken its toll on my ability to like process information. Um, and and this <laughs> show, it, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures is one of the weirdest goddamn things I've ever seen in my life. And I've watched this is the forty-first episode of this show, so I watch something weird and fucked up every week for almost a year now. And still somehow, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, still one of the weirdest goddamn things I've ever seen in my life. It, it is it is so... The, the people that were making it, one, were fully prepared to make trash and just ready to go for it, and they went and did that. Two, were also very invested in creating weird Pac-Man lore. If you if you want the if you want the weird Pac-Man lore, this this show del- the okay the kill screen. You know how in Pac-Man when you when you get to the 256 level and the game just fucking breaks and it's a kill screen, kind of like in the famous film King of Kong that we watched. <laughs> that that's canon in Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures. And me describing it now that sounds fucking awesome. Unfortunately. The show is terrible. So tell me a little bit about Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, Mark. Uh, okay, yeah. So, so, so Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, also known as Pac-World or Pakuwarudo, is an American, Japanese, Canadian, uh, and I think that's all three. It's all. It's not Lithuanian. <laughs> also, um, it's a computer animated. Uh, it's it's your standard crappy CGI kids show. Mm-hmm. Um, f- it features Pac-Man, um, but his his name is Pac-Man is like a title. It's not his name in this. <laughs> yeah. Like he like he becomes Pac-Man once he his name is like Packy, mm-hmm. and uh, he becomes Pac-Man when he eats um, one of the pellets which are which grow on a tree in uh, in this version of the world. Um, we could get more deeply into the the tree of life lore. There is so much fucking lore. And I was just thinking about this when you were talking about lore a second ago. Like video game lore for 80s video games is like it shouldn't be this in depth. And I was trying to think what the difference is between like the fact that like cuz like Legend of Zelda was a pretty simple game, but like that that lends itself to like explanation, right? In a way that Pac-Man does not. Like, I'm not crazy for thinking it's just a terrible idea in general to ever have lore for Pac-Man, right? Okay, Pac-Man is a is a is a video game series that largely takes place inside enclosed boxes, <laughs> so, right? So you know, that, like as opposed to Legend of Zelda, which is a video game that takes place in a bunch of open fields and is about adventuring and exploration in this big ass world, Pac-Man. You know, the plot is an excuse, right? The ghosts are an excuse. It's, Everything is an it's excuse. Like, it's like if they made a, a plot for Hopscotch. Yeah. Like, it's 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 a game the way that video games used to just be games <laughs> that you, like, get a high score on. Yeah. God. Um, so, for this... For this for this next section, uh, I, I want to <laughs> give a little bit of a little, little bit of preamble here. I want to be very clear that I am not joking, nor am I making 
anything up about the things I am about to describe about this television program. I'm going to lay out the basic premise of the show and kind of how the the first episode sets things up. And then I'm going to go through the three episodes that we watched and I'm going to give you a brief synopsis of what happens in them. And I promise you that all of this is accurate to the best of my ability for someone who watched the show at six in the morning while just, just, just feeling like absolute garbage. So, all right. Pac-Man is in high school, and his parents are dead. They were killed <laughs> in the Ghost Wars, obviously. This is so Star Wars. <laughs> and, 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 like, and like people now, like, don't even think ghosts are real, I guess. Like, there's a thing where, like, the teacher is teaching. He's in high school, again, to be clear. He's in high school with, with a lot of other pack people uh and and the teacher is teaching them about the ghost war and all the kids are like ah ghosts those aren't real even though this is a thing that happened like during their parents generation so it's like in living memory (laughs) um this is this is becoming more and more like star wars the more i think about it uh you can go on but i I need to real quick just like because this is just a new hope. Yeah. Keep going, and, please. And, and, <laughs> and then Pac-Man accidentally brings all the ghosts back somehow. He opens the ghost temple or something, and now he has to kill them all. And there is a bad yes. guy who yep. <laughs> named Betrayus, who was... <laughs> It, he fought in the Ghost Wars, uh, and then it's like what J.K. Rowling named his named the bad guy Umbridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and so we watched we watched three episodes of this show. We watched a few episodes from season one uh, because they sounded the most awful to me, mostly. And we always obviously have to watch the first episode to get that get that lore dump, get that you know setup, get that emotional investment. Uh, and so season one, episode one, it's called The Adventure Begins Part One. And this is where we find out that Pac-Man's family was sort of like a like an ethno-monarchy before they were killed in the Ghost War. <laughs> and then Pac-Man has to use his superior genes to kill all the ghosts. So basically, it's it's Pac-Man's destiny to eat the ghosts and save Pac-Land and everything because he's genetically superior. Uh, and we're go- we'll get into that, and I will explain... <laughs> How, but we, there's more to get through first, and we'll wrap back around. Season one, episode seven is called Is It You or Is It Me? And this is the one where Pac Man becomes a meme and farts on everyone. And then season one, episode eight is called. <laughs> Again, I promise, all of these things happened in this show. Season one, episode eight is called Pack to the Future, and this is the one where Pac Man goes back in time and meets his parents before they were killed in the Ghost War, and then Pac Man has to babysit himself. The. <laughs> I. You, you. When it all. When, usually, when you go on your, your, your plot dump, um, I, can, I can just roll straight into talking about the show. There's there's a lot to still talk about here before we talk about the <laughs> the politics, um, <laughs> you know, the socio political implications. Of as that. we are want, as we are want to do. Um, this I won't I won't I won't tarry for too long on the Star Wars thing, but like dead ass right now, like this, like the whole. It's it's it, it's down to the fact that like the ghost war was like twenty years ago in this world and they all don't believe in ghosts anymore. It's like when you go straight from watching like the Star Wars prequels into like the original Star Wars and they're like Jedi's died out generations ago and it was like motherfucker. It was like 
it was like 17 the, years ago. The guy we that killed all, all the Jedi what, is still around. <laughs> he's still hanging out. Um, it's it's like that. And then just the idea of like, well, you know what? The, the, the idea of the Jedi is less um, offensive than the idea of being born uh, in a certain bloodline. Because like Star Wars is getting away from the whole like bloodline thing. The whole idea of the new one is like anyone can you know be a Jedi. In this one, it's like, no, you have to be the, the round yellow one. Otherwise, you can't kill ghosts. Yep. And you have no powers, in fact. And you should probably just shut the fuck up and let the let the the, the yellow uh, round uh, demigods handle this. Okay, Mark. It's yeah. <laughs> could I have your general thoughts on Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures? How'd you feel about this one? It's besides Pac-Man becoming a meme and farting on everyone. <laughs> like everything that you said could have described a dramatic kids show i'm thinking of something like shaolin showdown yeah. or one of those other shows where it's like not really a comedy it's kind of like uh it's just like avatar the last airbender is like that yes you know exactly. it, there are jokes yeah. in it it is fun and sort of lighthearted, but it's also serious you know and that and yeah. and the plot is taken seriously and 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 that is hmm even something like Naruto, like it's like that sounds like the fucking Naruto plot when you talk about it. Like his parents died in the in the the war that was twenty years ago. Now he inherits this terrible curse. Yeah, it's, 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 this it's, is fucking anime, except it's about farts. The whole thing is farts. It's it's an absurd juxtaposition between like they want you to really care that Pac-Man has dead parents. Like they really want you to feel bad about that. They always like play sad music when Pac-Man talks about his parents. But like it, and like it, it's this show about this, you know, high school kid who finds out that he's part of this like genetically superior race that will allow him to like kill lots of murderous demons from another dimension. And then in episode 7, he gets zit on picture day. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his 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 female friends try to do clown makeup on him to like make him look better for the picture. Yeah, womp womp. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is it is a it is a poop and fart joke show. If you are the type of uh, sugar addicted seven year old that really likes fart noises a lot, they have created a television program just for you. And if you also love Pac Man, they have created a show that will actually probably make you pretty upset. But let's <laughs> <laughs> um. I think that this thing was awful, but somehow not quite as bad as I remembered from the last time I attempted to watch it. I think it's really funny that you've kind of seen this before, also. Yeah, I think that overall it is—it's more weird than it is bad. It is still bad, to be clear. It's a terrible show, um, but you're just so fucking baffled by everything that's happening in it that you can't even really worry about the fact that it's like a mediocre Adventure Time ripoff. Like the <laughs> yeah yeah I wasn't like upset at it you know no it's just like it's 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 more baffling <laughs> than it is like you know insulting directly um all the characters yeah. sound like they're doing like a fake comedy voice on a podcast not unlike this one where they would be talking about a Pac-Man show and making fun of it you know like all oh, the characters are talking like this and like that's me doing a dumb voice to pretend but then the characters actually sound like that. Yeah, I was very surprised when I heard uh, Pac-Man's voice, and it was so high-pitched. Because I thought he was in high school. I thought it was going to be like, 
like like an Ash Ketchum, but it was like a higher pitched than like an Ash Ketchum. He they they make no effort whatsoever to not make him sound like a thirty year old woman because like clearly he's being played by like a thirty year old woman. Uh, but usually when that's the case, the thirty year old woman is like kind of putting it on, you know? She's like do doing doing a voice. This is just like a thirty year old woman just like talking like talking like a wine mom does, but she's playing like a fifteen year old Pac Man. <laughs> have i mentioned that he's in high school that's my favorite part about the show is that he's in high school and like i couldn't it's just I, because it's everything about the show feels so fucking fake it feels like something that somebody made up um and most of all is the way that pac-man looks uh his nose is is so long <laughs> Uh, his the why their noses are so long, um, and everything is so soft. You've you've probably <laughs> you have probably seen the render of Pac Man for this show, but if you haven't, I highly recommend you look up Pac Man and the Ghostly Adventures Pac Man so you can see what he looks like because they they have had a pleasing uh, anthropomorphic Pac Man design. For a couple decades now, you know the he the one that they put in Smash, the one that looks good, uh, you know the one that was in yeah. uh, Pac-Man World Two, my favorite mediocre GameCube platformer. You know th- <laughs> that that's a pretty good-looking yellow guy with arms. The thing yeah, that, very cute, very okay to the eyes. Yeah, not offensive. Not offensive is the main thing. The 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 thing that they have wrought uh, with this show, uh, <laughs> with its realistic eyes and teeth. Uh, is just a goddamn nightmare to look at, and every single other character um, is like an like an elongated oval because they can't <laughs> they can't be round like Pac-Man is round because then they wouldn't be part of the Pac-Man master race. So yeah, <laughs> so they all look awful. <laughs> they yeah, they look really really terrible, and their arms are just like the very thin tubes like thinner than like pool noodles <laughs> and they have like fucking gross Mickey Mouse glove hands. Yeah. Um and then like cool like mid 2000s <laughs> hair all of them it's 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 it is a parody of itself. It is an absurd television program. The the bully is wearing a letterman jacket. <laughs> it's uh the uh, speaking of the bully, um, not that he needs his own segment, but um I thought it was funny in the Zit episode where the whole uh, point of the sh- the whole point of the episode was for Pac-Man to learn that his value is not in what he looks like, but in his abilities and his relationships with his friends. And then it ends with the bully uh, getting a bunch of zits and Pac-Man laughing at his appearance. Yeah. I mean um, <laughs> like I mean like how how dare this like absolutely <laughs> wretched like disgusting product of the absolute worst parts of capitalism and excess like try to teach a lesson to my fucking kids like fuck off pac-man and the ghostly adventures what the fuck do you know you're <laughs> yeah <laughs> you are you are the the gunk on the bottom of every fucking boot like holy shit yeah honestly <laughs> okay okay so 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 we have been we have been alluding to up to this point the fact that Pac-Man is part of a genetically superior bloodline canonically in the show. Okay. In the first episode, one of the many boring old mentor characters tells Pac-Man 
For centuries, the Yellow Ones ruled our civilization, spreading peace and brotherhood. <laughs> and so the, the idea is that, like, Pac-Man's, like, part of this, like, royal family, right? He's, he's, a, he's a part of, of this ancient bloodline that has ruled over Pac-Land for forever. And both of his parents are dead, right? So Pac-Man is, is the last of the circle, circular yellow <laughs> pack people who can still kill ghosts. And, like, tur- he get, there's a thing he does where he, like, turns into ice and he gets, like, an ice helmet and he can shoot ice out of his mouth. I don't know how he does that. They never explain it. Um... <laughs> And and so, yeah, the show's kind of racist <laughs> in a weird way because it implies that, like, the only reason that Pac-Man is able to be a hero in the first place... Like, the show has no fucking values, right? And it's because it is, like, again, just the absolute fucking bottom of the fucking boot, like, dregs slime of capitalism. It doesn't actually have anything to say. It only exists to sell video games and merchandise. And so... It is just, they don't even think about the implications of the things that they're putting into this show that seven-year-olds watch and implying that, like, people are only able to accomplish great things because of their, like, genetic superiority. It's a bad show. It's a bad show. They, they, they just wrote some shit. Yeah. You know? And it'd be, it'd be not worth anyone's time to question the the plot holes in this fucking lore no or the implication or the political implications of it but it's but we're gonna do the political part anyway because (laughs) that's what we do because that's who we are Um, as people yeah like what the fuck honestly (laughs) what were they thinking when they when they wrote this it's we we've kind of talked before that it's like it's not all just goofy like kids do watch this and like get their like ideas from this but the thing about this one and it's the the thing about this and i recently watched a video about the movie sky high um have you seen that movie yes not not since i was seven though so 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 the the movie and i recommend everyone watch it. it's by a youtuber called jack saint this video argues that sky high is a literal uncritical depiction of like an ethno state um, where the heroes are like sorted by their powers and the whole point of the video was the whole point of the movie was not the character learning to overcome in the fact in the face of the fact that he has no powers it's that oh halfway through he just gets powers anyway mm-hmm. and like it just undermines the whole idea of it but so he argues in this video that american media is obsessed with bloodlines yep right and like every fucking show, every kid's show, every kid's movie is about being the chosen one. And it's always like something that was endowed from birth. Uh, so when the fact that this was written like this, it's not it's it's so par for the course in terms of like American kids shows, because uh, like Star Wars is like this fucking every everything is like this. Everything is about bloodlines. It's like weird and creepy when it's pointed out to you yeah but you don't even think about it because it's so common well and it's like monarchy specifically right like it's like the fact that like we have like we're so fucking obsessed with princesses and kings and stories about heroic kings and and queens and monarchs that go and do shit and i think that is hilarious considering that we're this country that has this pretension to being a democracy which is obviously like absurd um but you know we have this like cultural pretension towards this idea that we're like you know we give a lot of a shit about democracy and shit like that um and all of our media is just 
about how cool royals are and how it's really dope to watch a king kick somebody in the teeth. Yeah, and our celebrity culture is the same thing. Like, it's so cool to watch this person who did nothing, was born into greatness, like, and now he's, like, throwing the first pitch at a baseball game Yeah, or look at this rich like, person. We, we love that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, look at this rich person. Okay. This yacht that, that, just, that Bezos just bought is so big. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, so I think we've officially given more political analysis to Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures <laughs> than it deserves, so I want to move on to the final and most important topic. Is it horny? Yes, those of you who my are, favorite segments. Those of you who are not <laughs> regular listeners may not be aware that we have noticed a trend in television shows based off of video games and that they are just just the horniest shit you'll ever see in your life. Just the just the just the most openly fetishistic fucking bullshit you'll ever put in front of your eyes. And so I'm going to make the case for Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures and then we're going to debate. I have two main points that I want to bring up here, one of which is like mostly a joke, but also I'm kind of concerned about it, and one of which is like a legitimate criticism of the show. Um, Let's start with the legitimate criticism. The two female characters, the only two, of course, uh, one of which is a ghost and one of which is another pack people that they made look like an emo girl with glasses so that you'll want to fuck her, I guess. Uh, and both of those female characters want to fuck Pac-Man, and they only exist to be in competition with one another for Pac-Man's affection, and I just think that sucks super bad. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disagree. Um, uh, being, me being someone who's watched every episode of Monster High, um, (laughs) I was, I was, um, excited to see that the trope of, um, you know, throw, throw in a scene girl, uh, to, to spice, to spice up your, uh, your, your cast. God, they did. I'm glad to see, I'm glad to see that trope carried over. Um, it really was the time, right? This was made like kind of early 2010s. Mm-hmm. 2013, this show. I So this, this was right when scene girls were like exiting the mainstream and therefore like were now being made fun of on Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Like it was that type of thing where they'd finally reached cultural mass and like it was right at the point where no one was actually dressing like that anymore. <laughs> like that kind of died in like 2010, 2011. Uh, so, so there's a lot of media during this time where they would <laughs> throw a scene girl in there. <laughs> And boy, did they do that. She's got longer arms and legs than the other characters and her, her circle body is smaller uh, and pink. And she has like a, like a swoopy black and pink uh, undercut. I I hate her. Yeah. I Um, I hate all of it. I mean, the thing that really sucks about it is like this show manages to have a grand total of like two female characters in its main cast. uh, And they only, the only reason that they exist is to like, fight with each other and like compete with one another um and you know i just don't like the idea that women have to constantly be pitted against one another i think that sucks i feel like i shouldn't even have to explain that on this podcast but that's my reasoning in case that wasn't clear yeah especially competing for the attention of like a male character Mm -hmm. because like you can just date women if you're a woman (laughs) it turns out um and the scene girls do as it turns out so that yeah. should have been obvious yeah. to this show. Okay, all, and- all my friends who were scene girls during that time turns out they're all at least, at least slightly or mostly gay. Yeah, scene, <laughs> so. scene is a real bisexual kind of energy for sure. Yeah. Um. So the other thing that happens. Um. All right. So we need to we need to go back and talk about the picture day episode a little bit because I need to talk about the part where Pac Man becomes a meme because I did not address that, nor did I address the part where he farts on everyone, and I feel like that was a. That was, that was something that I needed to expand on. So, Pac-Man, it's picture day tomorrow. Pac-Man's got a bunch of zits on his face. 
big time bummer. No, that's not good. Uh, and so he's real embarrassed about that. And then at some point in the episode, he eats what he thinks is a shrink berry, but it's actually a balloon berry. And so he, uh, he, he balloons to gigantic size and has zits all over his face. And then he flies around. Pac-Man can fly, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. He, like, <laughs> flies around. <laughs> they don't even, like, go to the effort of, like, animating him doing any kind of flight. He just, like, floats around and the show never addresses it. So he's floating around the city and everybody's taking pictures of him and making fun of him and i'm just gonna play the audio that happens at the next part because it's one of my favorite things of all time oh the kids are gonna love this sure to go viral oh man i'm a meme oh man i'm a meme <laughs> god dude when i was like 18 we <laughs> My friend group, that was a sacred video to us. The, the phrase, oh man, I'm a meme, is like, is is too much for me to handle. Um, That so, was the moment when this podcast was etched into your brain in the very beginning. Yeah, it's true. That was the inception moment. Um, yep. Okay, so back, so back to the horniness. Pac-Man has become inflated, and he's floating around the city. And a child asks their mother... Mommy, what is that? And the mom replies, I'll tell you when you're older. Now. What is I, that? I don't know. What is that joke if it's not an inflation joke? Because I don't know. I don't know what it is if it's not an inflation fetish joke. I just don't know. I just don't know, Mark. <laughs> uh, the only other possible explanation is it was talking about the, the zits on his face. But, but the zits were not the focal points of... Uh, him of his memedom it was no. the fact that he was a big balloon um and uh, uh he could have been a balloon filled with farts um not and they, they oh, like oh yeah when he deflates he farts on everyone i don't know if that they, was that that's that's like a 10 yeah. to 15 second <laughs> sequence of the episode in case you were in case yes. you were wondering what the, what we go through for you for this podcast every week <laughs> <laughs> and like he could have just been in a balloon filled with farts and they could have not made this joke and like i wouldn't have really like even at all thought that it was a sex thing um but the fact that they let that ambiguity into the scene by having that line um just why why i don't know i, I don't know uh, actually, one more thing I want to talk about before we uh, move on to next week's episode. Uh, gotta say, the theme song, got it. I'm just gonna play it because you gotta hear it. I don't really have a lot to say about it. You just gotta hear it. The pack is back. Ghost chomping at his feet. Pack's our hero. Pack just can't be beat. Yeah. Yo, Pac, he's trained, he's a challenge down machine. Yo, monsters, goons, and only one can stop him. Pac-Man rules. The pack is back. Ghost chomping at his feet. Pac's our hero. The pack just can't be beat. The pack is back. I'll say something about it. Um, <laughs> I think that it's repetitive and bad and i think that there hasn't been a good cartoon theme song in a long time bojack horseman has the best cartoon theme song of all time and oh I will not shit take okay any suggestions to the contrary what the fuck are we watching next week mark we have to i need to stop talking about pac-man for the rest of my life so please god anything else 
uh adventure time has a better theme song anyway um uh we're gonna watch it it feels like uh the resident evil series is a touchstone of this podcast it's like these are like the tentpole episodes Mm -hmm. uh in a way just because this series is so fucking long and we'll we'll both be in our 30s when we uh when the when those episodes come to an end god probably Um, yeah uh because there's like 17 of these um so we're watching the third one. Uh, it's from 2007. It's called Resident Evil Extinction. Um, it's an action horror film, which means that it's an action film because <laughs> they stopped they stopped being horror after the first half of the first one. Um, uh, directed, uh, I pr- this is a different director. Oh, but okay. So we've got Paul W. S. Anderson uh, still writing it. Yeah, no but longer directed director. by directed by Russell Mulcahy. Mul- 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 um it's a direct sequel obviously all of these have been like immediate direct that's something that's kind of cool about the resident evil series so far and i hope they continue it where the ne- the next movie takes place literally like seconds after mm-hmm. the 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 one before uh, the preceding one um i think that's kind of cool uh you we were saying before the episode i think that these movies are they're getting worse but in an in interesting way that makes me excited to see like how what 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 new type of dumpster fire could present itself for my eyes this week so i'm excited yeah i don't know uh the first resident evil movie i thought was a fucking slog i thought it was boring as hell i thought it wasn't it wasn't fun bad uh the second one borders on fun bad because it's a little bit more stupid uh and i've heard that these get increasingly stupid as they go along so hopefully by the time we've watched the 37th resident evil movie we might get a get a chuckle or two out of it where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Um, you can you can find the podcast on. You know what? Uh, I think that in the first Resident Evil, when he gets diced into meat cubes by a laser beam, uh, a laser grid, that was actually pretty fun. Yeah. Um, you can find us uh, at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Join the Discord. Uh, it's a party. Um, if you wanna, if you wanna be sad or have confusing feelings, there's also room for that. There's there's a good amount of that, and uh, but in like a, in like a good way, because if you're gonna do it somewhere, you might as well do it in the Discord full of cool people. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a ringing, in, ringing endorsement. It's no, but, but for real, though. For real, though. It's, it's, a, it's a safe space. Um, find us on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud or your favorite podcasting app. Uh, rate us, even if you hate us. Just kidding. Only give us good ratings, as always. Uh, the music is by DJ Tin Man. Art is by Courtney Kaufman. Um, have a great day, everybody. <clears throat> My voice just cracked. Um, for me, it was Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Great, I'm gonna eat this hero. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah.